Do you often feel like you're so busy, but then you look back to see what you've gotten done and it's hardly anything? Or you've done a little bit of this and a little bit of that, but you have nothing finished? You quietly say to yourself, what have I been doing? Or I've been sitting here for three hours. What have I completed? Yes, this happens. I know it's happened to me many times. The good news is, is that we have the ability to change this. We are in control of this one. Let's dive in. Welcome to You Can Do Amazing Things, the podcast to help you get out of your own way and accomplish more in your life. I'm Holly Roman, and together we're going to unlock what's holding you back from your next goal and get you into action to step into your greatness and have the success you've been dreaming of. If you're looking for a positive place each week to grow and learn, get inspired to take your next steps so you could feel more success, joy, and happiness, meet me here every Thursday. It'll be like our weekly chat. We'll drink our coffee or favorite drink together, and we'll definitely have some fun learning, growing, and accomplishing your next amazing thing. Let's do this. Being more productive and getting things done is about being smarter with your time. Spending more time to think about what's your highest priority, what do you care the most about, and what are you spending your time on? And here it is, does that match what your priorities are? Isn't that a good question for us, right? It's like saying, ah, I really want to get so healthy so I could feel better while you're eating a Pop-Tart at the same time. (laughs) It's like the story I shared in an earlier episode, I don't know if you remember this, when I first started to work out and I hired a trainer and I went down to meet her the first time in the workout room and I proceeded to get on the treadmill as I was drinking my coffee and... Are you ready? Eating my lemon loaf from Starbucks. (laughs) Yes, that happened. Oh my gosh, that was quite the story. I won't won't retell it, but if you heard it, I'm sure you had a good laugh at me, which was totally good to do. (laughs) Okay, so I have some things that have really helped me, and I'll also share a few great books that I've read, actually that I've listened to on Audible, that I believe are essential as it relates to what we're talking about today. The first thing we really need to think about and analyze when we feel like we're working so hard but not having that feeling of accomplishment is number one, you're focusing on too many things at once and not prioritizing. So you go through your days and you say yes to things that you might not even think twice about but realize later you shouldn't have said yes. We say yes and feel like we need to do all these things, but we simply can't fit it all in or get it all done, nor should we, really. Which makes me think of one of my favorite books. It's called Essentialism, The Disciplined Pursuit of Less by Greg McKeown. It's such a good book. It's really about getting control over what you choose, what you think about, and choose what's important and how and where to spend your time and energy instead of giving others that permission to choose for us. And often we're not thinking that we're giving others the permission, but we actually are. I saw Greg in a short YouTube video talk about it, and he says this, the problem is not our ability to discern, meaning to know what's important. It's that we don't have the space to take the time to discern. He goes on to say, in our lives, when we have all of this information, we need more time to process these things, not less time. He goes on to answer questions such as how to say no and won't doing less at work hurt 
our reputation, things like that. It's a short five-minute video, but you'll get a taste of what Greg and this book is about. So I'll link it in the show notes if you want to take a listen. So let's take an example. If you took on a project in your volunteer group that you knew would take a lot of time, but doing so would take away time from going to your kids' soccer games and being at the games where one of your highest priorities, you love to do it, should you have said yes? (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) Or you gave an immediate yes to your friend to come to her holiday party, knowing how much preparation and work you had to do for your job's upcoming event. And now you're stressed because you said yes. Sometimes we say yes to things that really get in the way of us actually getting the stuff done that we need to get done or being able to have the time to spend on the things that will move the needle towards what we deem as important. This one is big, but it even applies to the smaller things that we need to get done in the day or in the week. Examples such as, you know you have to finish writing that paper or presentation that's due the next day, but you end up wasting the entire morning chatting with coworkers and checking emails. And then in the afternoon, you had three meetings. So the entire day was shot. And then you're scrambling thinking, I know I needed to work on that presentation. Or the example, you know, sometimes you need to say no to having lunch with your friend or coworker because you know you're going to be off for the next two days and you have deliverables to finish. We could go on and on with this one, but as Greg said in the book, taking the time to think about the things that matter most and then remembering those as you say yes or no to different things, making the right choices for you, and then that's going to help you get things done that you need to and keep you on track to do what's most important to you. So that one's really big, and I think that leads nicely into my next reason why you might feel like you're not getting anything done, and that's number two. You aren't setting those uninterrupted times of your day. These are the times of day that you focus, the blocks of focus time. This is when I say to myself, okay, I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to get up. I'm not going to talk to anyone. I'm not going to, I'm going to turn off my phone. I'm not going to grab my phone and I'm going to sit here for two hours or until 2.30 or whatever the time. And only then when that time is up, will I get up. It is so good. (laughs) In fact, some email systems will send you emails uh, like, what do you want to get accomplished today? And then they'll allow you to actually schedule those blocks of time. They call it focus time. And then it blocks out your calendar from any other meetings or things that people are trying to schedule during those times. It's really powerful. It's a discipline for sure. But if you create the blocks of time that work for you, it's so effective. So for me, two-hour blocks work really well. I'll make sure I get up to get water, run to the bathroom, and do everything I need to do so I, I know I can sit down and I don't need to get up for anything for that amount of time. For you or for others, maybe two hours sitting there working on a project might be too long. Maybe it's more effective to work 35 minutes straight and then get up for five minutes and walk around or similar to that Pomodoro technique. In fact, we were just talking about that, my husband and our girls, as this is such a great tool for students who can't sit still or get stuff done or even those who like to procrastinate or maybe who don't like to procrastinate, but they do, it gives you focused time. And then those five-minute breaks are really helpful if you just need a mental break to, you know, go on your phone or just stop thinking for those five minutes. It's really effective. But the key here is this, to have in your mind what it is you want to accomplish in this block of focus time. 
You can't just say, okay, now I'm going to have focus time and getting things done and then sit there and start organizing things and trying to figure out what you're going to work on. No, 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 no. You have to know exactly what you're going to work on in that focus time. Getting those priority things done, that deep work that only you can do. The work that is going to move the needle for you towards your goals. And that's why it's so important to know what you need to do first. And then you need to have a system of how you organize your day and then organize your focus times, which is actually moving into number three, (laughs) which is not having a good system of how you organize your day. I know when I haven't done this well, I feel it. I actually know I have a ton of things to work on and finish, but if I don't have it written down and I don't see it in my Trello board, I can easily get distracted. I start responding to emails and then I think, oh, right, I didn't get back to this person. And then, oh, and I'm just being reactive like Greg talks about in the book. Instead of being proactive and getting the important things done first that I have on my list. Let me share how I do this for the week. I use Trello, but I've also used Asana, which is a similar tool. And I realize there are a lot of great tools to use, but but I'll just share the higher level idea and then we'll keep going. So in my list, I write down the main priority things that I need to finish for that week. They're my priorities, they're important to me, and they're the main things. And then If there's a main due date of a project or an event I have that day, I make sure that it's in there. It could be for work. It could be for personal because all of those things can really alter how I manage my time for the week. For example, this week I had our daughter's volleyball banquet where I showed the video that I was working on for the past few weeks. Took me so long. I shared about that project in my last episode, episode 38, if you happen to listen to that one about organizing projects. But I'm recording this before the banquet, so I hope they like the video because it was so enjoyable for me to create. But knowing that was an event I needed to attend, as well as it was a due date for a big project I was working on, I certainly had to plan my other things this week around that event. So I have a list of things that I need to finish for the week. And then in a separate card, as they're called in Trello, I I could add checklists for each of the main things that I need to get done. And then in another area of that card, I can add meetings planned or or other events. It's just a great visual way of organizing my week. I can see my main priorities and then I see the smaller tasks, all the while keeping in mind what I have scheduled for the week as well. Any tool like this that works for you is fine. I even love a good tangible planner. Oh my gosh, I love planners. (laughs) In fact, sometimes I use a planner for bigger stuff and notes and ideas and just to add a little bit more creativity, all of that. But maybe for weekly and monthly projects and my to-dos, Trello right now is my favorite current tool. I really love it. I share it a lot with my friends and it's free. So you should check it out if you need a place to keep you organized. It also has an app which syncs with your desktop. So that's really cool. Number four, let's keep going. It's another big one and I feel it a little bit too often lately. And that is you're not getting enough sleep. This shows up in so many ways. First, when it's really bad and all you want to do is crawl back in bed, like that level of tired, that's when you're going to most likely be ineffective and have a difficult time concentrating. Have you noticed that? (laughs) When you don't sleep enough, you just can't think straight. Oh my gosh, it's so bad. 
But even if it's not that obvious and you're just running more tired, you can't do things like you used to. You spend the mornings doing those not so important tasks because you're dragging and you still haven't felt your energy kick in. Or you keep thinking, oh, I need more coffee. I just need more coffee. (laughs) That's kind of what I feel sometimes. There's so much science to back up the fact that without adequate sleep, you have more difficulty concentrating, communicating. It affects your problem-solving abilities and even your memory. And I know when I don't sleep well or get enough sleep, I just feel lousy and it's such a chore to concentrate, that's for sure. For this one, there's no magic tool or magic tip. You just need to prioritize and get adequate sleep. Plan your day as best you can and get rid of the stuff that takes up time when you could be sleeping. Oh, I do this all the time where you, you know, you watch an extra show or two at at night and then you pay for it in the morning or you go down a rabbit hole on Instagram. Oh my gosh, that happened to me. (laughs) Here's a funny story. Last weekend, I felt so excited. I had the afternoon to myself and I was so excited to get a lot done that I really wanted to get done. And before I got started, I just thought, oh, let me just go on Instagram a minute. Then I saw this really cute post Lisa Bilyeu posted of The Rock and his daughter. The Rock is Dwayne Johnson, the actor. And just in case you don't know him, even though I'm pretty sure everybody does. But the post was of him holding his daughter and saying the cutest things for her to repeat. Like, I am a smart girl. And then she'd say, I'm a smart girl. (laughs) I am an awesome girl. I'm an awesome girl. I mean, it was just adorable. So then I went to his page because I thought, that was so cute. Then I saw his post. And then I, I saw his post about Black Adam, the huge movie hit right now, the superhero movie that is so popular. And then I saw Pierce Brosnan was in that movie. Ah, I love Pierce Brosnan. So I clicked on his uh, username and went to his account because I loved him in the Bond movies. I love James Bond in those movies. Oh my gosh. Then I went to his page, looked at his pictures, And as I scrolled down, I saw a post that he did for Sean Connery when Sean Connery passed away. Oh my gosh. I do have a thing for Sean Connery, especially as he was an older guy. (laughs) I tell that to my husband. He just laughs. And then there you have it. That was my rabbit hole. Like I said, it's awful. I went from that post to this post to this, uh, um, to this account, to that account. I mean, really? I wasted 40 minutes. I, I stopped and I said, what? am I doing? (laughs) So I don't know if you can relate to that, but it's not good when that happens. Okay, let's get to the last one, which is so relevant to that story, actually. And that's number five, you keep getting distracted by your phone and or social media, as I told you, I just did. Case in point. We probably have all done this, whether it be distractions from social media or from checking our texts too often to see who sent us a message or to emails, whatever it is. It has the potential to be almost like an addiction. So turning off the phone, especially during your work time, your focus time, or when it's about to interrupt your sleep. That's a big one. I know you've heard this all before. So I won't speak about it further, but trying to work on some of these areas or even all of these areas and making small improvements, it's really going to change the game for you. To recap, here are the areas we talked about and to do things differently so you can get more done and feel more productive. Here they are. Number one, create more time for yourself to think about what's important 
and analyze what you're doing and spending your time on, and does that match your priorities? Or learn how to elegantly say no more often so you're doing less more effectively, to the point that Greg talks about in his book. Number two, learn to carve out more focus time into your day more consistently, blocking out those hours to get the most important work done in those times. Number three, organize your week each weekend. Find a system that you like and that works for you to help keep you organized and to know what to do and when to do it. Number four, work on getting more sleep. Figure out ways to limit the things that are cutting into your sleep time. Number five, limit your distractions by putting down the phone. Hide it if you need to. (laughs) I would really recommend the book that we talked about, Essentialism by Greg McEwen. I will link it in the show notes. And also, you know, I didn't talk about this one, but another really, really good book that speaks similarly on this topic is called The One Thing. And it's by Gary Culler and Jay Papasan. Actually, the full name is called The One Thing, The Surprisingly Simple Truth About Extraordinary Results. And it's by Gary Keller and Jay Papasan, as I said. And this book is about getting you to concentrate on your one thing, figuring out what's your priority. Everything is not equally important. And they go into the domino effect where working on that one main priority sets into motion all of these other steps and then it creates significant progress and success. Talking about it makes me want to go listen to it again. It is so good. So I will link that one in the show notes as well. I know when I work on these things, you know, some weeks are better than others. I definitely feel the difference when I do a better job. Ah, I get so much done. I just feel better when I get things done. When you feel like you're in control of your time and you're making the choices and being proactive instead of reactive to things around you, it is a game changer, no doubt. I thought I'd end with these two quotes by Greg McEwen, author of the book Essentialism that we've talked about, and I love them both. The first one is this. What if we stopped celebrating being busy as a measurement of importance? What if instead we celebrated how much time we had spent listening, pondering, meditating, and enjoying time with the most important people in our lives? Isn't that good? Here's the second one, which really hit me. Remember that if you don't prioritize your life, someone else will. Thank you so much for listening and spending time with me today. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Please share it with a friend who you think would enjoy it as well. If you haven't done so, I would love it if you could give me a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That would mean so much to me and it would help get the word out for the podcast. I will look forward to next week. Seeing you here, same time, same place. Have a great week.